0: Thank <laughs>
1: Back to thinking,
0: time for thinking ahead The world has changed so very much From what it used to be There's so much
1: hatred, war and poverty
0: oh, oh, oh. Well, hello there everyone Welcome to the NDC Savings Club radio show and again, everyone, this is the NDC Savings Club Radio Show Hour. And I am your host, Alex Acuna. And that great song was Wake Up Everybody by Harold Malvin and the Blue Notes. And that went back all the way to 1975 and it talks, talks about people waking up. And I, I played as my theme song because, again, it, it talked about things that we're dealing with now. 40 years ago. That was in 1975. Amazing how time just flies by. And before you know it, five years will go by, 10 years will go by, and and then 20, 30 years will go by. It seems like odd. And uh, we're doing this whole series on energy. And more and more people, which is interesting, that even younger people are beginning to sense a change. And that time is going by really fast. And it it just seems weird because it wasn't like that. Uh, I'm 55 years old. And as I was growing up, you know, time was taking its time, going slow. Now it seems like it's just speeding up so much. And it's pretty amazing. And and I do talk to other people because I am into this whole thing with energy and consciousness. And I talk to people, and usually, you know, the young, older people say, yes, definitely, Time had, they notice a big difference that time has gone by so fast. But I'm talking to the younger people, and if you, they're in the audience, please speak to people about this. And they'll tell you, yes, that they have the perception that time is just going by so fast. I mean, think about that uh, time. A lot of us can remember when... The year 2000 was supposed to come. Remember Y2K, the world was going to end, a computer crash and all that, and the world was going to end, year 2000? Well, think about it now. That was 16 and a half years ago. Think about that, 16 and a half years ago. So, I mean, time just is flying by. So, again, that song kind of reminds us of... Um, wake up, everybody! By Howard um, Melvin in the Blue notes about things needs to change. And as time is speeding up, things are also changing. Uh, I, go, I go back to nine eleven because that was kind of a, a wake up call, a slap in our faces to wake up to reality. A lot of us on this great progressive radio network, we are awoken. We are you know, conscience, but a lot of people are not. And since nine 11, that was kind of their wake up call. And they sensed something was wrong. And as time went on, things are wrong, getting worse. We're now to the, um, to our elections next month in November of 2016 and God knows what the hell is going to happen there. There's So many possibilities. I would say that consciousness is beginning to wake up and people are beginning to ask for change. And this will be the start of it all. So again, you can see what, what's been happening all around us. So again, um, Sadly, I will say that you know there, there will be disordered destruction, and it 's all around us. Things are getting worse, worse and worse and worse. More storms I talked about in the past about people should be self prepared take care of yourself, take care of your family, and you know uh, plan to protect yourself and also to in reference to protecting farming in reference to having if something happens out there with you know crazy weather patterns and flooding and and if you go back uh, a month ago or two months ago in Louisiana, they had huge flooding where they never had flooding before. If anyone is around any uh, body of water uh, definitely. You know, oceans, definitely rivers, and there is water maybe 10 miles away from you, 15 miles away, even 20 miles away from you, you might want to consider getting flood insurance. That's what happened in Louisiana. It just, the storms are just more intense, the gravi- the getting more power from the oceans And you can have flooding uh, 5 miles, 10 miles, 25 miles away from a source. And then people were left there with no flood insurance and and their houses were under a foot or, you know, 5 feet of water. So, again, I always suggest to people to prepare for all this stuff. Um, You know, have extra water on the side, have extra food. Take your valuables from your basement, if you have basements, and bring it up higher to the second floor. I wouldn't even suggest that the first floor might be safe. I would say uh, put it in storage. Your things that are valuable to you, like your photo albums or collections and other things that we all have. Uh, You might want to put it in storage or up in the attic somewhere high. So it won't get destroyed. Uh, also, too, which people don't realize, if you put things in storage, you know, they could be also susceptible of being flooded. And your storage things, you know, don't cover that. So, again, put it up on the second or third or fourth floor if you have storage, you know, uh, places. Uh, don't do it on the ground floor. Look at it if it's on the bottom of a mountain or a hill. That can create flooding. So streams and, and rivers can overflow and do destruction, and it will continue to happen. Uh, out in the Midwest, it's going to be a desert, if you look at that. You know, out here in, in the southeast, uh, it's going to be flooding, huge snowstorms. Snow there are not going to be many storms, but the storms that we will have will be more intense, so again, uh, look at us it. last year in New York area, we had like 14, 15 feet of snow. We're up higher, Boston and Maine, up that We had over 20, 25 feet of snow. So again, this is what the norm is. And again, time. I talked about time. How times are just going faster and time is changing. Our consciousness is changing. So Be prepared. You know, for exit routes and be prepared uh, with friends and families to be in contact with them in case things happen that we have no control over, weather patterns and you know nature going crazy, or nature maybe getting back at us, for everything that we have done to it. So again, everything it has to do with energy and consciousness. So again, um, the NDC Savings Club, what it is. It's a a website. It's a free website that you can go visit. There's nothing to sign up, nothing to join. It's just free, and what is there? It's it's benefits that you can use to save money on healthcare. It's more healthcare driven. So if you want to save money on dental and vision, you want to save money on lab work and MRIs and glasses and Diabetic supplies, and if you want to save money on contact lenses and hearing aids, and all kinds of healthcare benefits, here's a whole directory or website that you can go to. Uh, I've done shows with owners of the company of the different benefits, like Loy Hearing for hearing aids. You can get great hearing aids there through that company instead of spending two or three thousand dollars. How would you like to spend? Four or $500. And like Lloyd said, when we had the interview, you know, people use it at doctors or the hearing doctors would tell them, you know, spend two or $3,000 on a Rolls Royce because they make money off of it. The doctors, uh, where the doctors won't tell you that you can go to a company like this one, Lloyd hearings, and you can get one, you know, for three or $400 because you might not need a Rolls Royce. You might just need like a good car, like a good Chevy, a good Toyota, you don't need to spend, you know, two, three thousand dollars where you can spend four or five hundred dollars, which makes kind of sense. The same concept is there for the MRIs and C T scans. So again, that's what the savings club is all about to help you save money on healthcare. It's there, it's archived, and please look through it. Look through what you might be, you know, needing to save money on. And listen to the shows and go to the company and go to their website and contact them. Uh, what's nice with NDC Savings Club also, you, you can tell them that you're also uh, a listener of PRN and also that the, the discount code of NDC, and then they'll give you a national drug card that can give you the NDC Savings Club that can give you a discount. A lot of times they give you free shipping, 10% off, 15% off. So, again, they're aware of it, and it's there for you so you can save money. And I, like I always say, please share this with your friends, your family, and your neighbors. And, again, as things are getting worse and worse, you know, people need this kind of help. Another thing which is really great that we're able to do, NDC stands for National Drug Card. That's what it stands for. And we started that as a program to help people save money on medications. It's free. There's nothing to pay for. You can go look up for your medication prices. And this is for great for people who have no insurance, on, like people that are undocumented, people that have no prescription coverage. And also a lot of people who, really, who already have insurance and the deductibles are crazy. Or they might have to, they might have to pay a $500 deductible or a $1,000 deductible to get Prescription coverage. Well, this program, uh, it gives you that saving on your medications. And what's really nice is that we just launched uh, another program for free again. Oh, yeah, and by the way, going back to the NDC Savings Club and the National Drug Cards for the Prescription Program, you can also download the app. You can go on the app stores and pick up that and just download it around your phone and have the cards, you know, these prescription cards right on your phone. And also you can look for price medication, you know, your prices for medications right on your phone and it's all free. There is no cost. It's absolutely free. And like I've been saying is that, uh, we're very happy to announce is that we also have a launching of a whole new other program to help you save money on your pet medications again that's a huge amount of money and if a lot of us who have pets we know how expensive it is for vet, vet vet bills and also for the prescriptions and with this new launch of this program called and this is a really great name it's it's going to be fluffyrx.com again fluffy f l u f f y rx.com you can go to that website and it's also absolutely free you can also download the apps on your phone and here's a way that can help you save money on your pet medications please uh, look at it share it with your friends and family and neighbors and with this program again it can save you a lot of money on your pet medications and that includes birds and lizards and goldfish and anything that you would take to a vet that they will give you a prescription on. So again, we're always looking for great programs to help you save money. And you know, with the launch again of this program Fluffy RX, you'll be able to use it and help and help you save money on your pet medications. And it's absolutely free. The download the app Everything about it is free, there is no cost. So definitely talk to people about that and then let them know about it. So again, as you can see here, it's really, you know, a really good program here to just help you save money. And it all has to do with healthcare. Um, you know, healthcare is so expensive and that's what the NDC Savings Club is all about. And as I talk about healthcare, I also realized that healthcare has many different levels or different aspects of healthcare. It could be emotional, it could be mental, it could be physical. There's so many different aspects of it, and then hence comes this series that I'm doing on energy the 40 part series on energy. And over there, you can go back to PRN on the archives and look at our shows. You can also go to NDC Savings Club, and it's also archived there as well. And you can look at different shows, and shows like maybe you want to learn about magnets. Maybe you want to learn about acupuncture. You know, how? what about chiropractic? How does that work? How does that energy flow through our body? How, how would that help me? You'll be able to learn about it and and have our guests that have spoken about these topics. Maybe we want to learn about yoga, want to learn about reiki, want to learn about meditate uh meditation. Maybe want to learn about sound and music. These are all energy systems. So maybe want to learn about it. What about auras and chakras and crystals? You know, what about chi energy? You hear about these things? And I've done shows on that. Please go back to the archives and listen to them. And definitely share that with other people that you're able to and let them be aware of it. And please understand that because things are changing, people are becoming more open, more aware that things are wrong. And if they have follow, the establishment has failed them miserably and they know that. And we're beginning to see that now with our elections, everything, our politics, and all. You know, people, and again, it goes all the way back to 9 uh, 11 in 2001. People have been shok- uh, uh, shaken, awake. And people now are beginning, rightly so, to start doing their research, to start getting advice or listening from other sources hence PRN, an incredible source. Um, PRN and the NDC Savings Club, that's all great and great and all because everyone that's listening to it now knows what it is. And we're the crazy people. We're the ones that we're nuts and we're crazy and we don't know what the hell we're talking about. But you know what? We've been right all along, all the time. So... We're the ones that go to our family get-togethers and stuff, and we start talking about all these crazy topics and all that. Most of our friends and family and neighbors, they say we're the crazy ones. Well, guess what? The table has switched. They're beginning now to listen to us because they say, yeah, we talked about that. We said those things, and you were right years ago. Now people are beginning to wake up, I guess, the veil is coming off of them in the beginning to wake up to reality and they need to make changes. And, you know, God bless with the, with the technology that we have, definitely with internet and YouTube and Facebook, social media, all that, we're able to share this with people. And you'll see that as time goes on, it would just keep exponentially exploding and growing. Because people are not going to foo foo and say, "Oh, that's a bunch of bull," and it, that that isn't so. They're beginning now to wake up. I see that, and again, all around me with people. So, our job is now to share this, these great resources. Uh, definitely, PRN has, you know, has an incredible resource out there that people can tune in. And look at all these great producers and all that are out there talking about the truth. So people are looking for that truth right now. They're 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 saying things are wrong. I went through the ultra systems, or I follow, you know, Fox News, or everything that we know what is you know that's corporately run and all that. And people say I've been told a lie because pretty much it seems like to me like everything's a lie. We're beginning to wake up to that truth, and people now are looking for resources, and they're be more and willing to listen to you. So again, it is our jobs to start being the messenger. Remember, before they always wanted to kill us, kill the messenger. Oh, I don't want to hear that. You know, all right, whatever, and everyone would just go on with their lives and don't want to listen to truth, and then they suffer and they deal with a bunch of health issues. They smoked, drank, all pollution, you know, GMOs and all that stuff. and then they're wondering why you know they get all these cancers and diseases and all this stuff. Well we've been tr- trying to tell them, look, listen to us, we've you know, we got answers for you guys, and go here, go to Gary No, go to PRN, go to all these other great alternative sources. Now, they're willing to look at that. So now it's, for, it's our time to start being the teachers, start giving people the resources. And, again, what good is it if we know something? It doesn't matter. You need to share that with everyone. Um, I know I have a hell of a time with friends and family and neighbors, and everyone I meet, I tell them what I know. And, you know, it's beginning, people are beginning more to listen, listen now. Yes, we, have, we had a cutoff. Sorry about that. Everyone. We had a little technical issue. But, um, okay, great. Um, again, I'm, I'm finishing up with the segment here, everyone, and sorry, we had a little technical issue. But, um, like I was mentioning, you know, it, it's time for us to start letting, you know, everyone – know what's going on out there and give them great resources like the NDC Savings Club to help them save money on their health care and ha- have people help them save money on all their you know, needs that they might need. So um, as I started talking about the show, the last week's show, we had a show on water. It's a third-part series on water and how the Miracle Water how polluted water is, and then more importantly, how to purify the water. We're great companies that are out there to help people look for ways to help them uh, purify the toxic water that's out there. Continuing on that basis, uh, the next thing would be water would be air and how toxic air is and how polluted air is. And that is so important for us to breathe in nice, healthy air. Uh, that's why when we go away, we go to the forest, we go to the oceans, to the lake. You know Why does it makes us feel so relaxed? it makes us feel so energized, so you know, so energetic and you know, all? It's because we're breathing in all this great, nice oxygen. Uh, the body's composed of a main elements. One is definitely water, which is so important to have clean water with you, that you drink because that you're at least 70, eighty percent water. Some, some of us might be 90 percent water. And the other element is air. If you look at our lungs, the, you know, those are the biggest organs within our body, and it's to absorb oxygen to bring into the cells, so you can have energy, and you can also have cleansing out. So, again, air, it is so important. And saying all this, at this point, I want to bring in my guest, and his name is Dr. Roy Spicer, and he's with, um, with C-W-R-E-N-V-I-R-O, and that's C-W-R-E-N-V-I-R-O.com. And are you on the show here with us, uh, with Dr. with uh, Hi, Alex.
1: Nice to be on your yeah. show.
0: Great, thank. Th- great to have you on the show. Dr. Spicer, we, we want to talk about a little bit, we talked in the last three episodes or so about water, how toxic water is, and you did a, an incredible, great explanation of what's going on out there. And now the next most important thing is air. I mean, air is another, you know, another so important part of us, especially in our, in our well-being, especially in our health care. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and then, you know, what is the status, what's going on, what are air quality now? Well,
1: first, Alex, uh, you know, I mentioned before my background as a biochemist, mm-hmm. a healthcare care practitioner. Uh, I worked for the Department of Health in New Jersey as a bacteriologist. So I have a lot of different hats over the years mm-hmm. and where I, Focus on now over the last over 20 years is more in indoor air and water quality because we live in a very toxic environment. Um, We're exposed to a lot of different toxic substances in our air and water, and it's impacting our health uh, tremendously. Now, uh, there was a recent analysis done by the uh, charity Children with Cancer in England. And they studied uh, environmental factors in health over a period of 16 years. And they felt, found that the impact of environmental toxic substances in our air and water have caused a 40% increase in childhood leukemia. That's just one study. That, that's pretty shocking. Mm-hmm. And basically they stated that there's no doubt that environmental factors are playing a big role in childhood leukemia. So this is just one of the issues, the health issues, that have come up as a result of our exposure to these toxic contaminants uh, throughout our lifetime. So you have to understand that children being born today are being born to a much more toxic world than it was 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Because for decades, industries have uh, dumped toxic waste into our water and our air. They polluted our lakes, streams, and rivers. Our oceans are polluted. You know, uh, last year they had Fukushima, which was a huge uh, toxic event, you know, which spewed radioactivity, across from Jap- Japan into the United States, particularly on the West Coast. These are extremely dangerous substances that will cause almost immediate negative impacts on our health. So the uh, air pollution, and that was one extreme case where, you know, the air Carry the jet stream, carried these radioactive particles all the way from Japan into the United States. It landed on our ground, on, on the United States ground, it got into the water, it got, it's gotten into the milk supply at the time. And this is things like radioactive cesium, radioactive iodine, those, those are really dangerous radioactive particles. That, that's one extreme form of air pollution. And these events have happened uh, before. But more importantly, on a regular basis, we're exposed to a lot of different toxic substances in the air. Now, recently, uh, September 29th this year, the War- World Health Organization released a uh, country estimate on air pollution throughout the world. They really had a intense study of over 3,000 rural and urban locations. And they use satellite measurements, uh, air transport models, and ground station monitors to monitor the air quality throughout the world. And what they confirmed was that 92%, that's 92% of the world's population, lives in areas where the air quality level is not healthy. That's 92% of the world population lives in places where the air quality levels of contaminants is not healthy. That's according to the World Health Organization. And according to their estimates, where you live in areas where there are air pollution danger spots, this is a, a very harmful effect on our health. As a matter of fact, they're estimating that on a yearly basis, as of 2012, if you combine outdoor air pollution with indoor air pollution, they're stating that an estimated six point five million deaths were associated with indoor and outdoor air pollution that's astounding. six point five million deaths worldwide were associated with indoor and outdoor air pollution and that that's unbelievable uh, you know that in itself tells you that you know not only are, is a water toxic but our air is toxic so most of the time we we spend indoors ninety percent of our time we spend indoors in your lungs, your sinuses your entire respiratory and circulatory system are constantly being attacked by microscopic contaminants, such as bacteria, viruses, uh, mold spores, very fine particles of dust, pollen. You have gases, uh, even asbestos. If you live near highways, you have asbestos from brake linings and chemicals. And these irritants can wreak havoc on your, your health and it can trigger off a lot of issues, health issues like allergies, asthma, sinus problems, and breathing problems. Uh, Even cardiovascular issues are related to very fine particles, ultra-fine particles. So air pollution is a big factor that can really, over a long term in itself, damage your health, uh, particularly the respiratory system and the cardiovascular system. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand that breathing in pure, unhealthy air right in your home is very likely causing a lot of your illnesses. So let's look at some of the daily things that we're exposed to. For example, uh, one of the studies that I read found over 200 different chemical substances in the average indoor air. Let me repeat that. Over 200 chemicals were found in the average indoor air. Now, where do they come from? Well, let's start with cleaning agents, uh, your window cleaners, your polishing furniture polishing substances. If you go out and get dry cleaning, when you bring dry cleaning back, the plastic bags and the dry cleaning solutions outgas in your closet in your house. Uh, I mentioned uh, in a previous, uh, you know, uh, interview that chlorine, when you take a shower or a bath, it outgasses chlorine gas that can permeate throughout your house. Now, those are coming from the water. that When you turn on a tap, if you're not drinking filtered water or you don't have filtered water in your house, the chlorine and even chemicals, when you take a shower at 100 degrees, can outgas, you can breathe them in, and they can you know, waft throughout the house. So you're exposing other family members in the house to harmful chemicals when you take, even take a
0: shower. And you know what? You know, this, uh, this list just uh, goes uh, on wait. and on. You know what? What was interesting, so again, for the viewers and yourself, um talking about you know the the water when you take a shower and how it gives off of the chlorine and whatever ga- gases is in there in the shower room um what was really interesting is that I have a daughter with autism and we just got like your shower filters and we put it on there and it was interesting because when my daughter my my wife had to bathe my daughter and she's always like 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 kind of like making some stemming noise, like uh, like she screams kind of not too loud, but she stumps on the bathroom tub, and what was interesting is that I noticed is that when we put now that we put the shower in there and we don't have this you know we don't we're not having the water you know uh now it's being filtered her calm, she's calm, really calm, and she don't stump on the shower thing. And my wife and I were saying, wow, this is really amazing. And, again, you know, we theorized that it was all from the chlorine vapor stuff that she was, you know, and that's a neurotoxin, and that probably inflamed kind of her autism. And she was a lot calmer. So I just wanted to bring that up to everyone. That was pretty good news on, on, on that on our end there. Dr. Well, Spicer. we've seen
1: a lot of that anecdotally where – clients of ours, and and if you have already a respiratory condition, Mm -hmm. when they take a shower that's particularly high in chlorine, and it varies, the levels vary from season to season, particularly in the summer, Uh, we've had calls where the levels have gotten so high in a shower, just from taking a shower, people get neurological symptoms, they get headaches, they get dizzy, Um, they actually have, it's a trigger for respiratory attacks, Mm -hmm. and we've seen that. I now, I haven't seen any general studies on that, yeah. but there's been a lot of anecdotal evidence of that. You know, It's been written out there, and I've seen it over the years. So without question, um, chlorine gas, it's a gas at about 100 degrees, will irritate your lung tissue. No question mm-hmm. about it. It's absorbed through your skin. But um, in general, there's many other conditions that are affected by small particles, ultrafine particles. When I... Speak of ultrafine particles, we're talking about very, very tiny particles that get down into the bronchioles, way down into the lung tissue. These are not the big soot particles you see floating around. Um, You can't really see them, they're not really visible. Uh, You know, some days you will see uh, smog in some areas of the United States. When you see smog, those are, you know, a combination of gases and particles, and that's very unhealthy. Uh, Ozone is very unhealthy to breathe in. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, there's a combination of various contaminants and, that are airborne, which we're breathing in every day and we're exposed to. Now, I'll give you another example. Let's say you work in an office. Uh, I've been into offices where they have a lot of copy machines, mm-hmm. and they will, I mean, I'll walk in a room, and I'm a little chemically sensitive. I'm very sensitive to odors, and it'll just knock you out because of all the chemicals that are being discharged just using copy machines. Uh, these are things that people are exposed to in offices every single day. You might be working in a big office building. One of the things that have come up um, recently, which I'm working on a project, is over the years they wanted to have these green buildings that were very energy efficient. Well, they they don't have enough air circulation. They re- literally shut off the fresh air coming in, and it's a closed system.
0: Like and you're in a plane. Make it like energy. you're in an airplane.
1: Right, like, exactly. In a plane, like a that's a, here. well, that's another set of problems you can have on a plane, which I'll mention. Mm-hmm. But you're sitting literally in a box that's closed, and they've used these uh, sealants like polyurethane. And if you go into a new building that's energy efficient, you're going to be breathing in all this outgassing from the polyurethane, from the carpets, from the paints, and this you know these outgassing issues can go on for years mm-hmm. and. The, um, this has been reported. Sick building syndrome. It's a very common problem in a lot of buildings, even old buildings that have mold issues that, that create all kinds of respiratory problems. So there's a lot of areas, you know, where you could be exposed to toxic substances in your office building, in your home, just going outdoors. Uh, you have to be aware of that. So it's um, a
0: multiple-phase
1: problem. What about a new? Well, car? that's a good one. I just bought a new car uh, several months ago, and that was an issue. I didn't mm-hmm. buy leather seats because I, I, you know, I don't like leather. But the outgassing was there, and I have a portable air filter. I keep going uh, day and night in there. It mm-hmm. reduced the odor substantially. There, there are solutions, and I before I get into the car, I turn it on, let the air conditioner run, I open the windows up, let it let it the outgassing go out, mm-hmm. and there's it, still a little residual in there. So yes, you know, new cars. Smells are definitely toxic outgassing from the carpets, from the seats, and the uh, construction materials that you know make a car. What so about,
0: this is very common. Uh, what about, uh, Doctor Spade, What about when people? I can't even get in when certain people have air purifiers or I mean air air fresheners in their cars. You well, know, the little air
1: fresheners, yeah, air they, fresheners are actually chemical odors. They're chemicals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're fragrances that are created by chemicals. So, mm-hmm. you're, you know, unless it's some natural product, there are um, like essential oils that are a little bit different. Some people mm-hmm. are a lot less sensitive to those, but those are natural scents coming from oils. But fragrances, most likely, you know, I use them in bathroom fresheners. Yes. Are VOCs, they're volatile organic chemicals. Those are very toxic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't use them. I don't recommend using them, um, especially if you're. You have a health issue or you're chemically sensitive, it will irritate you, now, in some cases, very
0: severely. Like myself, too, uh, I'm very sensitive towards chemicals and smells. Like uh, if, if you walk down uh, the uh, supermarket and you walk down the uh, the aisle with all the soaps and all our... It just drives me... Crazy. I can't walk oh, yeah, down, down that aisle. Oh, yeah, that's very toxic.
1: Absolutely. For, yeah, well, those all those detergents, cleaning agents... Well, that's yeah. what I was saying earlier. Those... Yeah. Types of chemicals you bring in your home and you use to clean your home. There could be mm-hmm. tile cleaners. There could be granite mm-hmm. cleaners. could be window cleaners, uh, floor cleaners, polishes. Those are all toxic chemicals, and they yeah. Uh If you ever had your house cleaned by um, somebody as a service, they use chemical agents, and uh, I don't use that because anyone who cleans my house has to use non-toxic cleaning agents. Yes. Uh, if you've ever been in a hotel, when you come right into a hotel room after they've cleaned it, very yep. toxic. Now, they do have some hotels now that are non-toxic rooms because, mm-hmm. you know, so many people have complained about it over the years. They um, actually have what's called pure rooms, you know, and that's mm-hmm. one of the companies I'm affiliated with. They clean it, clean the rooms with non-toxic agents. They put mm-hmm. air filters in there. They don't use any uh, chemical odors or fragrances. So, you know, I think commercially hotels have become aware of the fact that Mm -hmm. air quality is an issue for a lot of people, and they have upgraded rooms that will give you either called pure rooms or allergy free rooms. Very, very popular now. It's growing. So uh, there's an awareness of this problem.
0: Being aware, and again, uh, people, when they go to hotels, whatever, they should open up all the doors and windows and let the room at least air out. You know, they they that definitely. Well, that's hard that. sometimes
1: because they're sealed yeah. windows. But I, I keep a little portable air purifiers mm-hmm. when I travel, mm-hmm. and uh, I I keep it in my car all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to breathe with confidence, and you don't know what you're going to be exposed to. Um, so when I get in my car, like I said, I air it out a little bit first. Mm-hmm. Then I put on my air purifier, let that run for a little bit. And I keep the circulation within the car. I don't want to breathe in fumes from the road, or asbestos mm-hmm. dust, or any gasoline or diesel odors. What? That, that's what you're breathing in when you drive uh, on a road. You know, it it's, can be irritating. What so, about people? Well,
0: if you look at what about people? Also, like I wanted to finish up the topic with the air purifiers. I mean, the little the uh, air air things that they put out there in their cars, like a little pine and they air kind of... They, yes. Air fresheners, yes. Air fresheners, yeah, and they put the little the, the little chemical, little, little uh, looks like little glass, little bottles. Like Christmas trees or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, like, they're
1: They're really uh, toxic. I yeah. want to get my car clean by a service I never put mm. fragrance on, ever. Yeah.
0: And then, it's one I mean, thing you avoid. Yeah, people put that in their cars, and, and the car is like, you know, and they're... Driving around with the windows closed with these air, air fresheners, and that's all chemicals which are neurotoxins. And also, too, when people right. buy buy the same things, when they put them in their homes, you know, you plug it into into your outlets of of, of your electrical outlets, you know, and then they gush out all these chemicals. And that's well, also, believe
1: it or not, there are actually some companies, mostly these are Chinese units, because they yeah. like those aromatic smells. They they Create these air, quote, air filters with aromatherapy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't recommend them. Uh, you know, we, we can get into the solutions, yeah. but yeah. you're dealing with a lot of different contaminants. Uh, you Contaminant. know, again, like I said, dust, pollen, yeah. gases, asbestos, chemicals, even formaldehyde is still used in construction materials. So a lot of new homes, where they use these inexpensive plywood, which is layered mm-hmm. or, or it's actually glued together, mm-hmm. chips. Uh, that that allowed gas for years. And mm-hmm. um, I go around, I have clients that build new homes, and I do air and water. And I was in one in Florida here about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. brand new home, beautiful home. I walked in, my eyes started tearing. And uh, clients you know, were aware of it, so we had to put five air filters in their house. And I mm-hmm. told them to ventilate the house. Uh, this happened twice already in the last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a big problem with flooring materials. There was a company called uh, Lumber Liquidators. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Yes. Uh, they were in the news uh, last year, and what happened was they cheapened up their product, went to another Chinese company. They started using some really nasty chemicals. They installed them in different homes. They outguessed. I actually had a client who had to evacuate their house. They got the whole family sick. And that's, an ex- again, another extreme mm-hmm. type of situation where indoor air pollution can literally almost kill you. So they got very sick. Um, they had to get medical attention for a while on how to evacuate the house mm-hmm. and move you know, temporarily out until they ripped it out. So there's all kinds of issues in indoor air quality. But basically, um, filthy air, polluted air, whether it's outdoors or indoors, is very harmful to health. Now, just let me mention a couple things quickly. There's a few scientific facts that have been uh, put out there about indoor air pollution. One came from uh, New York University School of Medicine in 2002, this is a very interesting uh, comment, that chronic exposure to pollutants indoors can be equated with living indoors for decades with a habitual smoker. Think about that. Mm-hmm. So just indoor air pollution alone, even with some, not having a smoker in the house, is equivalent to living with somebody who does smoke. Mm-hmm. And Everybody, I think, knows the effects of secondhand smoke. It'll, it'll give you cancer. Now, there's another study from the University of Michigan that said pollution, indoor pollution, and outdoor pollution can cause cardiovascular diseases that cannot be explained by high fat intake and smoking. That's air pollution can cause cardiovascular problems. And then finally, the Lung Association, American Lung Association, reported this is several years ago that 2.8 million people just on in the New York area uh, and 150 million people nationwide breathe air with dangerously they're breathing air with dangerously high levels of ozone. So that's another outdoor air pollutant that's created by uh, sunlight and pollutants. It actually is a generated by, you know, there is normal ozone up in the upper ozone layer that protects us, but ground-level ozone is very harmful to breathe in. And people, especially if they jog or they're out doing outdoor exercise, uh, have to be aware of when you get ozone alerts. You don't really want to be outdoors running around because you're breathing in more air and you're taking in more of the ozone and pollutants.
0: So Spicer, these are all is, little is,
1: facts Pricer, about air pollution, how it affects our health.
0: Now, Dr. Spicer, I want to ask you, the, the higher incidence of ozone right now, is it, is it uh, progressively getting worse? That's why it feels like it's hotter out there and all because of the ozone that's, that's being increased within our atmosphere, like down uh, lower in our atmosphere?
1: Well, I don't know if there is a connection, you know, that I've seen, but I can tell you that, um, ground level ozone over the years in some areas of the United States, let's take Los Angeles, for example, or New York, you know, these are high density population centers mm-hmm. and you have higher levels of ozone there, generally. Mm-hmm. And there are ozone, you know, if you can go on the EPA side, i will tell you what the ozone alert areas are. I mean, you actually get alerts. And when you have an alert, you want to be indoors. I mean, that's how bad it gets. Um, you know, as far as the destroying the ozone layer, the protective layer, uh, you know, it's a little more complicated, and I'm not really qualified to give an answer to answer your question, but uh, my take on it is that over the years, billions, every year actually, billions of pounds of air pollutants are discharged into the air, just in the United States alone. Mm-hmm. Now, they've been working on it, they've been reducing the. Impact slowly you know because they've shut down coal fire plants, mm-hmm. I mean there are ways of doing it without shutting them down, like clean coal technology I hope you know, hopefully that'll develop, but uh, you have refineries, you have all the cars discharging you know and a lot of people have older cars that discharge pollutants, you have diesel uh, trucks you know these are all you know if you have hundreds of thousands of trucks out there discharging diesel fumes, that contributes to air pollution I mean it well, also the
0: to work but yeah, and also the the rest of the world coming up to technology. Right. And, uh, well, the Chinese more, are uh, horribly polluted. The Chinese air quality is horrible. Well, and that's, that's, um, that's all the one of around, the studies they did. Yeah, that's all around the whole world because you have India. you got the rest of the world that's becoming modernized. But through that, there's a lot more, you know, outgassing of all these chemicals and everything in the air and all, which is probably just progressively just gonna get worse and worse. Maybe we're trying to do something about it, but the rest of the planet, the rest of the world is not doing anything much about it. Correct. We're just dumping everything up in the air and in the water. Right. Well and, and we they, they
1: have some really severe problems with China. As a matter of fact, because they have no pollution controls and they they their manufacturing processes use a lot of lead. There's a lot of a huge amount of lead pollution in some cities there affecting mm-hmm. children. I mean, there, there was uh, one study, I think, that the lead levels in air were four times exceeded our allowable concentrations. That's un- unbelievable. And lead, as you know, is extremely toxic. It's in the water. We had the whole discussion about the Flint, Michigan, and lead water, but it's also, in some areas, lead in the air. Mm-hmm. Now, in the United States, you know, there's been manufacturing going on for years, and, uh, you know, they put most of the controls on, but there's still a lot of pollution here. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think there was an article recently, I don't have it in front of me, but up in Oregon, there was a plant that was discharging nickel. Mm-hmm. And all the people up there were in an uproar about it because you know, they found that there was clusters of uh, health problems up there related to it, but they're still in the process of proving it. But the fact mm-hmm. is, there was one plant discharging a heavy metal. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's unconscionable. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So th- these are uh, there's situations that existed for decades it still exist and you know it's going to take a long time to clean it up but the good news is that you know instead of several billion pounds of pollutants every year it's reduced down substantially mm-hmm. but it's still quite a bit of pollution that's discharged every day
0: what about and, uh... what about uh, despite what about part of indoor pollution that people don't realize is having pets like dogs and cats that gives off well, well, yeah, a
1: pet, lot of pets are, you know, look, we all love pets, I have a mm-hmm. dog, people love cats, Yeah, have birds, <clears throat> they do create some issues, you know, there's hair, there's dander, mm-hmm. um, you know, my dog was tracking in some, you know, they walk around on the ground, they bring things in, pollen and so forth, you know, and I've had clients who had children that were sensitive to certain things like mold and pollen. So we had to work on those issues with our animals, you know, just keep them out of certain areas. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, pets are great, but if you have an allergy to a pet, it makes it challenging. But there are non-allergenic pets uh, that do reduce their hair discharge. You know, some long-haired dogs do discharge a lot of hair. So we have um, cats also discharge a lot of hair. But we have filters that are very high-performing air cleaners that will just literally suck the hair out of the air, the dander out of the air. Any pet odors and it will clean the air very effectively. So you, you can uh, mm-hmm. reduce the air pollutants that the, you know animals create uh, mm-hmm. by having effective air filters.
0: Now, I mean, that's, that's, that's right, very doable. But let, let's talk about that now, because uh, as, as, as I know that there is so many crazy little gadgets out there, like for air filters, and you, you see them on these shows on QVC and all. And you see them when they put it inside uh, a box, you know, like a, like a, a plastic box or, or a Petsy glass box, and they put smoke in there, and, you know, and then the air filter goes on, and, and all, the, all the smoke goes in the air filter, and the air comes out clean. That's great because those air filters just clean two or three feet around the radius. So they really don't do anything. Don't you need, like, good technology, big filters that it has to move the volume of air through the program? Yes, I mean, that,
1: that's just one of the, the key factors of cleaning the air. And, you know, you're right. We they used to that? have, uh, years ago, these towers, the ionic breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they only took out of the air what fell, literally fell on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really weren't that effective. And I think they had to do refunds on that because their claims are really uh, bogus. Mm-hmm. Uh, really what the issue is this. You have several levels of filtration technologies out on the market. The classic is HEPA. HEPA is basically paper that has minute holes in it that traps particles. That's all it is. So you have a motor. It pushes air through the room. Air comes back to the unit. It's filtered through the paper. And it traps particles at a certain size, usually at 0.3 microns. The problem with HEPA alone is it, it, in itself, has to go in some sort of housing or cabinet. And even though it's HEPA rated, you could have bypass, uh, which means a lot of the air doesn't even get through the filter because of poor internal design of the air filters. Uh, that's number one. So you may only be filtering anywhere from 10 to 50% of the air that goes into the filter. The other thing is that you have to have a powerful motor that's going to move enough air to clean a room at least minimally three air changes an hour. That's the minimum amount of air cleaning to effectively Clean a room. So, if you're putting in a small unit in a large room and the unit is undersized, it's not going to move all the air. So, you can have dead spots from one side of the room to the other. So, wherever you put the air filter, the other side of the room is not getting cleaned. So, you have to have enough airflow or, or what they call CFMs of the motor, that's cubic feet of air moving a minute. And if you have a, a sizable motor, usually 250 CFM or bigger, and it has to be sized according to the room size. So Without getting too technical, uh, if you take an average room, let's say 10 by 15, that's 150 square feet, and it's 10 foot high, that's uh, 1,500 cubic feet. So you need an air filter that can move 4,500 cubic feet an hour to clean the room three times. So those are, you know, technical issues. So if you, you know, anything that's a small air filter, if you put it in a large room, it's not going to work. It's not going to effectively clean a room. So that's Mm -hmm. number one. Number two, you have to as the air moves through the unit, how much of that air is actually going through the filter? If half is only going through and then half is not being filtered, it's just recirculating the contaminated air back into the room. So it's not gonna effectively clean the room. And then third, what else is the filter taking out? Is it taking out chemicals, odors, particles, ultrafine particles, bacteria, viruses, and mold? Those are the things that are commonly in the air. So if you just have a HEPA filter, it's not going to remove all the chemicals, odors, and even if it has a carbon pad in it, it's not going to be effective. So you you need something substantial to really Mm -hmm. clean a room. A a filter that has good HEPA quality, has a large carbon filter, and it has other technologies in it, for example, like uh, electrostatic, that Mm -hmm. can trap and kill viruses and bacteria and mold and kill them Mm -hmm. inside the unit. And that, that's pretty hard to find. There are units that do it, all of those uh, contaminants. But, you know, the average filter on the market that's inexpensive is not going to clean a room effectively and get all the contaminants out.
0: Can we, can we talk about now about your great company and what, you know, you're involved with and what you have developed? And also, everyone, I would like to also tell everyone, um, you've been featured, you know, with Gary, Gary Knoll. And here on PRW, PR, PR uh, PRN, and you've been featured with him. You you have worked with projects with Gary, and all, and he has recommended you know your products. So can you please tell us about you know your air purification systems?
1: Sure. Well, uh, I've worked with Gary since 1995. Uh, we've developed or an air filtration for him. I mean, he's, he wants the best of the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, and anything I've worked on for him, any products. They are the best, and we've uh, evolved over the years into better uh, technologies that became available because there's more contaminants that we have to deal with. Like in the water, 10 years ago, you didn't hear about pharmaceuticals. Now they were in the water. They're found. Mm -hmm. So we had to take out pharmaceuticals. They started using uh, chloramine, which is chlorine plus ammonia, uh, 10 years ago. Now we have to take it out, so we do. And same thing with air filtration. The uh, original filters that we designed were mostly carbon with an ultraviolet, which worked great. Now we have newer technology, which is called DFS, dis- disinfection filtration system. So we actually can take out all the contaminants that I mentioned that are in the air and kill molds, viruses, and bacteria inside the unit, which is a very unique system. Mm-hmm. And no one else has this DFS technology, disinfection filtration system. So it's... A combination of filters, uh, seven filters on the bottom into one tray, plus a main filter, plus an electrostatic field that will do a whole series of uh, processes to remove the contaminants as they go through the unit. And we tested these units and found that I think it's the only filter on the planet that can remove 100% that's better than HEPA. HEPA is 99.95. We can remove 100% of ultrafine particles as small as .007. No one has been able to claim that. So that's uh, a very unique system that we have. It's on our website, uh, cwrenviro.com. But we also use uh, other systems, you know, for odor reduction. If there's a big odor issue, we've had people, say, for example, live near uh, Mm -hmm. other neighbors that have wood-burning stoves, so we have to put in different filters.
0: Again, as you can hear, the time, this is so fascinating, but we're running out of time. Please give us your phone number and the website again. You can
1: reach us at 800 444 3563. That's 800 444 3563. And our website is www.cwrenviro.com. Cwrenviro.com.
0: Thank you you so much, Dr. Spice. Like always, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Thanks, everyone. See you on the show again next week, everyone. No more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking. Time for thinking
1: ahead.